Barbarella. Yay! I'm super excited for this one. And movies that are so bad they're good. Yes. Or what makes bad movies or what even is bad. Yes. We have questions. We do. And we'll get to those. Uh, First up, uh, what's up with you? (laughs) How's your week? (laughs) I have not watched anything recently that is any different than the week before, so... I just, I have to get back on my movie watching track. Yeah. I have fallen off a little bit lately. I think in general I've fallen off the last past, like, few years that TV's gotten really good. I know, because TV's gotten good. So much TV. So I watch a lot more. I'm I'm the same way. I watch a lot more TV than I used to and less movies. But movies are still good. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I'm cheating on movies with TV. (laughs) Movies are my first love. And then TV got really good. Oh, I feel the same way. This is a TV podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Cable, making good TV. Damn you. <laughs> Have you seen anything lately? Uh, yeah, speaking of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching some TV. Uh, I caught up on Parks and Recreation the last okay. season. Yeah. It was funny. It was funny and sad it's and a weird, like, weird. crush on Adam Scott as a human being. It's pretty cute. Um, it was weird because... At the end of the last season, they skipped ahead three years, and then so this season was, like, in the future, and we were, like, catching up what had been happening for three years, and then also, like, um, the very last episode, they, like, flash-forwarded everyone's lives, and it was just, like, intermittently crying the entire time. (laughs) It was weird. It felt a little bit different, but it was still, like, hilarious in Pirates and Rec. I watched the first six seasons, like, all together. I only just watched them, like, this past year, so... Yeah, so I watched that, and um, I rewatched a couple mini-series um, by Nick Willing, uh, Tin Man and Alice. I have also seen them, and they are both really good. <laughs> like, yeah. Tin Man, I when I I loved it so much when I first saw it. And I love. I liked Alice. I liked. It, I didn't like it as much as Tin Man. Tin Man's my fi- my first love with his yeah. stuff. Um, but no, I love anything fairy tale. Yeah, so do I. Fairy tale interpretation, retelling, and I'm including Oz and Wonderland in fairy tales, even though they're not. They're books. No, yeah, but I'll pitch about that sometime other. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I love any sort of retelling. These are really good and really interesting. Yeah, and he also did. I like uh, the Hatter in Alice. Oh my god, he's so cute. He's cute. Yeah, he's so cute. He is cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, Nick Willing uh, just directed Tin Man, written and directed Alice, and wrote and directed Neverland, which is a I haven't Peter seen Pan. Neverland. It's really good too. Is it okay? Peter Pan's if not you like, like these ones. You'll like Peter it. Pan's not my favorite, so I always it's, am like um, a little bit more trepidatious. It's really cool, in, but like, I will definitely watch it because I loved. Yeah, I loved the first two, so why wouldn't I like his? Yeah, it's about Peter Pan. It's kind of almost got this weird like sci-fi thing going on. Cool. And, like, Peter Pan's a boy who works for this man who turns into Captain Hook eventually. But there's also Anna Friel as a pirate captain. Cool. She's badass. Um, and Mary to Chris Pratt, so he doesn't love that. What? No, not Anna Ferris. Oh, Anna, sorry. Anna, Anna, Anna Friel. Friel. Okay, sorry. I was That was my mistake. 
Uh, Anna <laughs> Ferris. Anna I was in a, I was in a different one, place. Pushing Daisies, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you should watch Neverland. You said a name, and I heard it as a different name. <laughs> um, oh, I watched the movies. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm looking at my list of things. <laughs> Those aren't movies I've seen. Those are trailers I've seen. Yay, movie trailers. <laughs> I probably should have made you watch these with me, unless yeah. you've seen them already. No, I haven't. We should have watched these together. Anyway, um, some different uh, cool movies coming up. Uh, the Little Prince. Which okay. I believe is French. The first trailer I watched was in French, and yeah. then I saw the it's English the, one. Well, it's based on the, the children's book. Is it French? Yes. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's animated, and it's, it just looks really cute and I'm fun. I'm surprised it's taken them this long to make it into a movie, to be honest. It's, um, I'm not really familiar with the story of The Little Prince, but it's a girl and this old man, I think he's telling her the story of The Little Prince, so it's a story within a story. And, uh... The part that's the little prince is like different animation, like almost like claymation, like real oh, stuff, cool. kind of. Yeah. Or trying to look like that. Anyway, um, it looks fun. Lucille's story. Um, I also saw the trailer for The Tale of Tales, which okay. was strange, weird fantasy, something like about multiple storylines, weird creatures. Uh, there's no like dialogue or narration to tell me what this movie is about. It was just one of those ones where there's music and scenes passing by and I'm like, well this looks weird, I'm into it. Okay. <laughs> it reminded me kind of um, have you seen The Fountain? Yep. I it reminded me yeah. of that. Okay. I haven't watched that movie in a while, but it's the vibe, strange. the weird yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of like the trailer for The Fountain. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. And another one, I was talking in our last episode about how I watched some Japanese animated movies, mm -hmm. and this is another one, I think, I'm being stereotyping again, I think it's a <laughs> Japanese anime movie, um, it's just that the main character is like a blonde white girl, but I think the other girl is a little Japanese okay. girl, <laughs> anyway, it's called uh, When Marnie Was There, and it's, um, again, that's kind of typical young girl in a new place, she just like rows her boat across a little lake or something, there's this like big mansion and there's some kind of ghosty girl that she makes friends with or she's stuck in a time loop or something like that. Cool. It seems really cool and like yeah. those kind of movies that I like. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Comic Con. Me too. Yay, because it's coming to Ottawa soon. Mm -hmm. Next month. And they're or, doing Or has it already been here? Or when has it already been here? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. This episode will be on May 15th, and uh, Comic-Con would have been last weekend. Yes. So, I was really looking forward to Comic-Con <laughs> that just passed, guys. There was a Clockwork Orange screening, <laughs> and Malcolm McDowell's going to actually be here to introduce it, and if you've listened to our first podcast, you would know that I love Clockwork Orange, and I love Stanley Kubrick, and I love Malcolm McDowell, and I love the whole thing. <laughs> I do not share that. No, it, that's my... my I think that's Personal cool. I wish they were doing a movie I would like to see, because I'm excited for Comic-Con, and that would be something I would definitely go see. Yeah. This is going to be our, Billy Piper's going to be My Comic -Con. first Comic-Con. Your first Comic-Con? Mine as well. Yeah. So we're kind of excited just to go and see what's up. Hit up some panels, maybe. Yeah, man. We don't want to pay for signatures and crap, but I, I'd like to see some panels. I don't have enough money to pay for signatures. Yeah, I don't have any money to even go, but I just want to go. <laughs> I don't either. To go. I'm gonna... We're gonna go anyway. If I get my shit together, I'm gonna be cosplaying as Ariel. I'm not 
going to be cosplaying as anything. Well, wear something nerdy, though. Wear one of your Doctor Who shirts. Okay, I'll do that. I can do that. You can be the weeping angel. (laughs) (laughs) Some Um, movie news, which is probably old news. We're recording this a couple weeks ahead of when we're releasing it. We're a little ahead of ourselves. So we apologize. We know that this has been out for a while. But um, Joss Whedon and, what's his name, Drew... Goddard, isn't that his writing partner's name? I am not are being sued for Cabin in the Woods for the screenplay because the guy's claiming that he wrote a book and that he had shopped the book around and all this sort of stuff. And that it's the same premise and it was horror, but it was being controlled and that some of the characters are really similar. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's Joss Whedon and he's being sued. <laughs> I want to tend to side with, um, with Joss. So do I, he but, wouldn't, you know. It's fucking Joss Whedon. He doesn't need a copy from anyone. I know. But, I don't know. I think people, it's things hard. just get popular and then people come like, oh, I already did something similar. Let well, me cash in and on it, that. That's the thing, like, it's so hard in art to not have, like, any overlap. Oh, but, yeah. like, you start getting into Everything it. Everything like, is They have the issue in things. music as well, in particular, so. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of, like quantity of how many yeah. like, songs there are. They're going to sound similar. There's only so, so many chords. There's so, <laughs> so many arrangements of sound that sound like a nice song. Um, okay. So yeah. good luck to Joss Whedon. Good luck, Joss. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's been resolved. Probably not, because it's or we've the heard something system. else about yeah, it. Yeah, but maybe. They could just be keep like keep you updated. Drop it, because the guy's an idiot. They do that. Yep, they might. Okay, Godspeed, Joss. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's get into this week's movie. We're talking about Barbarella. Barbarella! (laughs) I don't know. She's really excited. I thought you were going to start singing, like, the theme song, and that made me think, is there a theme song? Do I remember the theme song? I don't remember a theme song. (laughs) There's definitely songs, but I don't remember. There was, because at the beginning, when she's dripping, it's to a song, like, that's about Barbarella. Yeah. Okay. Should I remember that? Love. Yeah. <laughs> Love. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, again, uh, our podcast definitely contains spoilers about the main movie that we're talking about. Yes. So we're talking about the whole movie. If you haven't seen Barbarella, um, what the fuck are you doing? Go watch it. Right now. Or right you, now. And or, then come back and listen to this. Or if you're like, I'm never going to watch this weird movie. I just want to listen to these girls talk about it. Super. Well, then. We're not really spoiling anything. It's just a weird movie. There's no big plot twist at the end. So go no. ahead, listen, watch it, whatever. Um, but in general, again, if the title of the movie is in the episode, in the episode title, we're, then we're going to spoil it for you. <laughs> okay. Barbarella, 1968, directed by Roger Vadim. Yeah. Written by many men. <laughs> People, I've, many people, <laughs> it was. It was written men, by a lot of people. Uh, including the comic writers. It's based on a comic. Yes. Jean-Claude Foré or whatever. Jean-Claude Forest. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote the S. comic. That's the only reason I'm mentioning him specifically. Yes. Nine writers total. Yeah. Between the comic and then the adaptation and then the... The writer and the story and the comic. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of... A lot of white men wrote it. Yep. Starring Jane Fonda. Woohoo! And some other people I've never heard of. Yep. Except but one we have heard of. We have heard of. Yep. Marcel Marceau. Playing Professor Ping. He's a mime. A Who'd, famous mime. It, 
I'm hoping you have all heard of Marcel Marceau. But I honestly, I think I've only heard of him or know that he's a mime from Gilmore Girls references. Really? Oh. That's I don't know. That's I don't... all I know about any kind of retro they, old thing. Yeah, that's true. They reference a lot. Yeah, if someone was being silent or mimey, they'd be like, what are you pulling a Marcel Marceau or something? I'd be like, oh, put that together. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the name and I recognized it, but I didn't, it like, exciting. recognize him. He's no, I didn't recognize him Well, he's either, not painted but... up like a mime. He's no, like, no, he's American. like a real person in it. Well, an alien <laughs> person. Well, yeah, that's as real as you get. <sighs> Alright, um, where'd you get the synopsis from? IMDb? I wrote it. Oh, okay. Juliana's <laughs> synopsis. Um, <laughs> Barbara, would you like to read it for Sure. In the 41st century, a voluptuous space agent searches the galaxy for scientist and inventor Duran Duran, whose positron ray could end humanity. Duran Duran. Woo! That's Duran with a D. Yes. Durand. Durand. Yes. Every time they said that, we laughed hysterically. We laughed hysterically. We watched this together. We, yes, we did. Yep. Uh, you had seen it before? I had Begley. at least seen parts of it. I don't know if I'd ever seen the full thing, but I didn't remember a lot of it. Okay, so but I remember watching like, it for the first time. Yeah. I, I don't... Thinking back, like, I really thought I'd seen the whole thing, but now I think maybe I'd, like, walked in and only seen, like, a piece of it, you know what I mean? And then yeah. just... Over the years, assumed that I'd seen Barbarella. Yeah, so uh, we watched it together yeah. and laughed. It was so many things. Yeah, it was. You were the right person to watch it with. <sighs> yeah, I had I had had it for a long time, waiting to watch it with someone because I was like, "This is the kind of movie I need to watch with someone because I know it's waiting gonna be like, for me to come along." So bad, it's good. <laughs> and um, it is. One day I was like, "I don't have any friends to watch it with. I'm just gonna watch it." And I watched about. 30 seconds, and I was like, oh my god, this is so hilariously bad and amazing, and oh my god, I have to stop and wait till I can watch it with someone. <laughs> it's like, I, I, it's too good to keep to myself. Yes. Um, by the way, the first 30 seconds that I saw, the first scene, is Jane Fonda as Barbarella in a spacesuit. Yep. Floating around in her spaceship. Quote, unquote. <laughs> yep. But the part that made me laugh and love it so much was that it became clear after 30 seconds. Yeah. That she was to create the effect of floating in space. All practical effects. <laughs> she nice. was lying on the floor that looked yeah. like the side, like the wall. Um, and the camera was above, so she was actually lying on the floor, wriggling around. Yeah. You can see, like, you can see her feet when she, like, pushes off to kind of, like, make herself spin around and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they, I understand they, they did their best, but, like, it's very Oh, I think it's clear. ingenious. It, it is. When I realized that's what they are doing, I was like, that's fucking amazing! I know, but, it, but... We can see with where we are in technology today. It's it's funny. Like she's doing kind of like a somersault turning kind of thing, and you can see her pushing herself and like slowly like moving the piece by piece. Yeah, and she's uh, pretty awesome. It's amazing. We love it. I thought it was amazing. Um, And she's for some reason floating around, taking off like. Uh, like a leg and an arm and like a spacesuit that space striptease. It's interesting though because like I look at it from a science perspective and I'm like, you want as few like 
joining pieces as humanly possible because that can create <laughs> air leaks, dude. Like her arms oh, yeah. come, they separate from it, and the legs separate from it, and she she just kind of wriggles around with her legs. Yeah, for a while. and she gets very naked and stays. Yeah, almost naked. first like five minutes of the She's movie, just naked boobies. Yep. Naked. I don't see. I don't think we see downstairs. We but don't we see boobies. Yes, we do. And she is naked, but we just don't see. They don't show price. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's an amazing beginning to this movie. If that doesn't yeah. convince you to watch it, if you haven't already, what I don't, will? I don't know. It will because it just gets. It's amazing. It's, it's wonderful. Oof. Um. So it's sexy and awesome special effects right away. Um. I'm just fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some fun facts. Yeah, Tish collected these ones. I love fun facts. And there's I several for this movie, so... Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> um, so, Jane Fonda, who we all know and love, mm-hmm. um, she was married to the director, Roger Vadim, at the time. Yes. Um, we already talked about Marcel Marceau. Yeah. He was dubbed... Which we're not sure is because he <laughs> won't speak. I'm, not, I'm assuming that's not the reason. I don't think but so. Because it's... Because he's a mime, it's particularly funny that he's dubbed. <laughs> yeah. But I think almost all the uh, yeah, dialogue was dubbed. It, it, it sounds like it's pretty much all dubbed. Yeah, so. and slightly off and weird. Yeah. Not that, like, people were saying dubbing over for a different language or anything, but just that you can tell it was added after. Yeah. Um, Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Of course. I wish I knew a Duran Duran song to sing right now. I don't even know. Oh, it's going to bother me now. Hungry Like the Wolf or something? Was that them? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Fucking 80s. Did they do Wild Boys? That sounds like Wild Boars. Wild (laughs) Boars! No. Was that them? Oh, we should have looked this up. The character Duran Duran obviously inspired the 80s band name. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. No D's. But because we watch it after both of those things are like... Already done. Already done. Gone. It's particularly amusing to us. Yeah. It's like we... There's like some joke that like the people, the characters don't get that we do. And they're just saying, seriously, I'm looking for Duran Duran. And yeah. we just like <laughs> laugh out loud. Like, <laughs> Especially because oh it, it was just something they, as you say, like made up at that time, right? But we mm. look at it and we know the band. So for us, we're exactly. like, why would you name it after an 80s band? And then we're like, oh wait, this <laughs> came first. This came first. It's just, it was really, it was amusing. And also, um... The character, or the character name, Duran Duran, was for the movie, not... It wasn't from the comic that yeah. it was based on. Nope. Um, I thought this was interesting. The this city... This is my favorite... This is my favorite fun fact. Really? Yeah. Um, the evil city that she goes to on this uh, planet called Tau City. Yeah. I remember that. Um, it is. It's called Sogo, and it's like an evil place yep. that she ends up. And um, apparently it was based... The name was based on... Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, the kind of cities of sin from the Old Testament. I love that. I thought that was clever that they just made that it is so really go. Cool. I don't know if that's especially because comic. based on what happens in the oh yeah reading that city after I'm like oh yeah that <laughs> makes totally perfect makes sense. sense. Yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, it is a city of sin. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read some of these? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the original author Jean Claude. Foray, 
forest? I'm saying forest because there's an S. In I it. know, but it just doesn't sound very French. We're so <laughs> Based the so character of Barbarella on Brigitte Bardot, uh, who ironically, or coincidentally, was director Roger Vadim's previous wife. So a lot of wives involved with this dude for this I movie. So. Yeah. I would say like it's interesting because I feel like Jane Fonda even is kind of like styled in, like yeah. like you can see the influence of Bardot on the character. Mm-hmm. The big hair. Yeah. I totally wasn't Bridget Bardot more like curvy. Yes, Jane Fonda's like a stick. Yeah, she was more voluptuous, She's not but <laughs> but. Um, the look, the look was there, was there the hair, for sure. The sixties, but look. yeah, he's like directing his, his current, current wife in a character that's based on his ex-wife. It was, I don't know. He has a Little type, weird. apparently. Apparently. Um. So we said Barbara was based on a comic. Yep. Which is cool. Um. And the comic was only released about six years before this movie, so it's still very like current, I guess. Um. And it's French. It first appeared in, like, a French publication. Fun fact. Look at well, French. Yeah. Maybe that's why there were, like, French people in it. I don't know. I didn't look where it was filmed. I don't know. I feel like Marcel Marceau, that's a French name. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, that might account for some of the dubbing, because maybe some people had uh, accents, and they yeah, dubbed over different true. places. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, based on a comic book, um, and also... One of the first comic book um, adaptations, in fact, the first science fiction hero from the comics to be adapted into a feature film. Woo! And it was a chick. Woohoo! Real power. And it was French. That's cool. Yeah. Um, a couple had been uh, adapted before, but for TV. Serial, yeah. Cere- as they say. Serial. Um, but yeah, she's the first sci-fi comic hero Good for on her. film. Go Jane Fonda. Yay. Um, it's also kind of fun facts. The special mm-hmm. effects in this movie amazing. Are amazing. And, like, I'm. we're not saying that, like... For the time. For the time, be, amazing. Yeah. Like, for the time, they are, like, crazy, amazing, good special effects. Mostly practical, we're talking about. Yes. Things, things made, the sets. And for today, they're just awesome because... They're just awesome. It looks awesome because it's practical and they didn't yeah. try to do, like, weird effects. Bad special effects, no. Yeah, so there's a lot of, like, weird going through space stuff at the beginning, and then there's also, like, this weird, like, trippy dream scene. Yeah, the space kind of looked like, um, sparklers is what we were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely, like, close-up sparklers. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, just kind of trippy, like, I feel like they did a thing where it almost looks like tie-dye, where you have paint and then you blow in the middle and it goes out. Yeah. That's kind of what it looked like, too. Or, like, lava lamps Lava lamps. A lot of lava lamps. And her screen yeah. on, like, her window of her spaceship. It yeah. was just really cool. Um, and I like that it was still almost, like, practical things that they filmed and then they put in, like, as a special effect. Yeah. So that stuff was really cool. People had to be more creative at the time because you had to do things practically and you had to yeah, just, just figure it out. Make right? stuff and models and actually film it. You weren't creating anything from scratch yeah. on computers. Um, like I said, the sets and just in this weird the world, the sets were gorgeous. Really good. They were beautiful sets and her so sp- cool and different. Yeah, I feel uh, like she's on an alien world. Her spaceship looks really cool. Her spaceship was like 
The people crazy were crazy really cool. designed. A it was like Barbie's spaceship. <laughs> it was like it was like 60s Barbie's like I the know. floor walls, everything was covered in shag, shag. carpeting. Oh, it was so cool. It was groovy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, all the like weird plants and like things and um special things in the building. Well, and, like the snow sail boat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to like ice sailboat it. over the ice. Yeah, it was like things were just really neat. I I don't know. I yeah, it, visually like the movie's stunning. Even today it's stunning. It's yeah. It's I assume that maybe that has to do with the fact that it's based on a comic and they have those visual references. To go with, yeah. And so they stuck really to that because it seemed like I they really... Would hope, but I don't know because I never read the comic. Yeah, but, but either way, really, really good. Yeah. Um, good job. There's some green screen stuff going on. Yeah. Which at this time was, was fairly new, new. Yeah. And a lot of times you would see green around people or you would see the line of where they're actually standing and stuff. None but of this that. This was really good. Yeah, it was very well done. I mean, it didn't look believable that he was, like, carrying her around, flying around, but the actual yes. green screen stuff looked, you know, good. As you say, he only flapped his wings, like, oh my God. three times. You're like, you just giant wings create that slow. much power from that slow a flap to carry you. But <laughs> that's little. But green screen, great job. Pygar is, like... Pygar is so weird. The, He's such a weird character. The blind, half-naked angel man. Yeah. <laughs> it said Who also f- likes sex? Well, everybody likes sex. Yeah. Most of this movie is about sex. Um, yes. Also, special mm. effects. When she first lands on this planet, these two, like, little kids come up and, like, steal her away, like, capture her. On skis. Oh, yeah, they capture <laughs> her and then they put her in they skis. They put her in skis. In She's like, I ski. haven't skied in so long. So funny. Um, and they take her to like this cave, and the cr- these creepy dolls. Yeah, they are creepy. Okay, imagine like creepy dolls. You know what I'm talking about? Like those old Victorian porcelain dolls that, like, if there were a bunch of them sitting in a room, you would be like, "Oh my god, they're looking at me," and you would be super creeped out. Those, except now they're you're tied up to a pole. They're walking towards you. And they have jaws cut out like ventriloquist dummies, and their jaws are opening slowly, like tick, 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 and then it's like they hit their limit and they snap closed. And they have sharp they little have... jagged pointed fang teeth. Yeah, so these little mouths are going like tick, 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 tick. And walking and all of them, so you. all you hear is this like click, 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 yeah. click, click, from all these creepy little dolls walking towards you with their sharp little teeth. Just the way the jaws move, like, slowly open and snap shut. Well, and the, the thing is, like, they actually get to her and, like, bite her. And she gets, like, bloody bite marks, like, all over her. She doesn't have bite marks. She has little splatters of blood. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they're from I the know. bite marks. <laughs> but really, I hate when they do wounds like that. Like, there's no wound. There's just blood on perfectly perfect nice skin. skin. Well, they're dividing, like, her thigh. And I was like, those tiny little jaws don't open wide enough to, like, get some thigh in there. You know, a finger maybe, mm-hmm. but not like anyway. It was just, oh, these God. dolls are really creepy. creepy. Just a little like they, they were creepy. slowly open and snap shut. <laughs> oh my God, they really creep me out. Yes. And the rest of the movie, these are my notes, guys. Sex, orgasms, hand sex. That summarizes the rest of the movie. Mine asks about prostitution, so we're all on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a lot of sex. 
the whole movie is pretty much about sex. You have to be okay with that kind of going in. Not that you actually see You don't sex. see it. But see, like, you, the after effects. You see them talking about it. You see her Nothing in the, actually the pleasure film. machine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I order one of those, please? <laughs> <laughs> not one that will kill me, though? Yeah, preferably not. <laughs> um, the thing it, about the sex, though, is... And we were talking about this last week with our... Women in film and the rating and women having orgasms on screen. Yes. So she gets help from this guy. Yeah. This is very hairy. He wants payment man. in sex. This is why sex. I ask if she's pretty much a prostitute. But. Yeah. It almost feels like more she's like bargaining and he's like, I w- didn't he say like, I'll kill you if you don't want sex? Like he threatened her. Yeah. I don't... Basically. Or said, I won't help you unless yeah. you give me sex. So she's just fending for herself. Um, but apparently... She's more okay with it after the first time. Well, you know, he's just so good. (laughs) So in the 41st century, apparently how we have sex now is you take a pill and then you put your hands together. Yeah. And that's And that, like, transfers... Pleasure, apparently. Yeah. I guess. And somehow reproduction or something? I don't, I don't know. know. At first, it sounded like she was know. just talking Maybe. about reproduction because she didn't mention anything but about maybe pleasure. Maybe they do reproduction another way. It was, and it's considered like an efficient way because, like, the that's an f- efficient thing. That there's doesn't sound like pleasure. Their society is very like um, peaceful and good and stuff love. now. Love. They always. That's how how they greet and. That's uh, how each she other. It's like aloha. The, the em- like, <laughs> how they greets the emperor. Yeah. Puts her hand up, and just says love. love. <laughs> Um, I think that's nice. Actually. It is nice, but I'm saying like it's a very like positive society and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, part of that is like, well, this is why we we do this is because it's efficient, and so like you're not sitting there like thinking about another person and all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, like sexual uh, desires distracting, distracting. So, just, like, get so they just get on. Yeah, like don't think about it. Yep. <laughs> and I'm so like, she's oh, like, okay, funny. let's. Do you have the pills? Let's have sex with their hands. And he's like, no, no, no. We'll do it my way. She's like, okay, I'll get naked. Yeah. Just lays down. And then he's so amazing <laughs> oh at it. God. She like stumbles out all like in the sex haze. Like, yeah, oh, so good. <laughs> it which, is a sex haze, definitely. Which um. <laughs> Talking about what we were she talking about last year. She just needed a man to please her. You know, she's like, this is how we have sex. And he's like, no, I'll have sex with my dick and I'll blow your fucking mind. And yep. it's just men making a movie about how women need a man to really to please really them. And men are really good be. at sex. Yep. And that men are always going to expect sex and women have to lie down and give it to them. Yep. That's the subtext here, folks. Yep. Getting serious in Barbarella. It's, it's, and that's pretty much the rest of the film. They do, like... The, um, the tyrant, the great tyrant, the female, mm-hmm. who's first we think is like a street thug or whatever, and then turns out to be like, the, yeah. she threatens her and like the whatever. And there was like some like lesbian overtones. I think I read that there was a scene between them and they took it out. They took it out. I was curious because I was like, that's pretty, for 1968, I'm like surprised that it's even suggested, suggested in the film. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that there was a scene that they cut out because of the time period. I think it also relates to sex equals power, and yeah. she's the powerful queen exactly. or whatever, and she's kind of lures her into her bed, and she could have her way with it, Barilla if she wanted to, because yep. it's all about power. Yep. 
And the rest of it is like men having power over her for sex yeah. or whatever. She needs... And we do see... She needs them, and so she must pleasure them. Mm-hmm. And then she does have the hand sex with one of the guys. With Dildano. Um, Dil- yeah. yeah. Dildano. Dildano. That's actually a character's name. This movie is amazing. Dildano. Dildano. Um, <laughs> they have the hand sex, and, um, once again, it's like, he's so good at it, because her hair literally curls. Yeah. Which is, again, awesome special effect, actually. It was, like, played in reverse, like, her hair were in, like, tight little ringlets, and, and then, then they, they like, uncurled it, uncurled but then played it, it backwards. Then they played it backwards, her so curled. her hair curls up, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. And it he, was, it was cool. He, although, in this instance, his mind is blown more yes. than hers is. Because she's like, this is efficient sex. And he's and like, he's very, and he's all ears. about, like, his character's all about, like, the plans and the strategy and all. He's not very good at it. Yeah, but. he's a funny character, but he's supposed to be, like, very planned out. So guy. he wants to he's be He's like, yes, I want to try this efficient but, sex. But, like, they clearly show that it's pleasurable. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh, it's not just yeah. efficient reproduction. I know. That, I was efficient pleasure. Too. Yeah. Quick five minute, five minute quickie. Yeah. And then, like, the climax of the film. <laughs> climax. The climax <laughs> funny, of the film wrong. is a climax. Yeah. He tries it to actually is. pleasure her to Duran death. Duran Duran tries to pleasure her to death with his pleasuring machine. That's like a weird, like, accordion, like, piano. Yeah. It looks like the inside of piano. That he plays. Organ. And, like, as he plays, like, on the keys. He's, like, angrily playing, like... Like an organ, yeah. Like he's trying to torture her, but it's pleasure. And it's like weird so compression, and she like, gets Ooh. all pleasure. And then she actually wears out the machine. Oh yeah, Barbarella, sex machine, sex machine. She can take the pleasure. Yeah, yeah. That's no. That's actually how she defeats the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Or he defeats something weird. He kind of defeats himself. There's something else after that. With the math most and everything, because it gets released and stuff. But can we talk about her outfits? Her outfits again. I love a first. I love that she changes her outfit as many times as she does. Seven times I read. Yeah, it's pretty, and they're amazing. They were like in terms of I don't know who did the inspired by or done by a Paco Rabanne. It's they're gorgeous. They're amazing. They're also don't cover a whole lot. Oh, yeah, there's one where just, like, there's one, one of her boobs is covered in clear plastic. Yeah. But only Super one of cool them. Super cool design, though. Yeah. I know. They and are. Then, they're... Like, before, after that pleasure machine, she has this, like, green thing with, like, jewels hanging off yep. it. I'm so into it. The only thing with that is that she sneaks while she's in that, and I'm like, it would make so much noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> not a practical <laughs> sneaking outfit. Yeah, that sound <laughs> after. Um, but, yeah. They're... Oh, super cool. They were gorgeous. Just like, she did that whole one out of the, like, pelts or whatever. The after, tail. With the tail on it and everything. And super she's like, this tail's not practical for what I'm I doing. I like that she added that. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing that you have worn is practical for what you're doing. But yeah, a lot of clear plastics and Yeah, random and body parts showing. Random, ba- yeah. Generally, like, leotards. Yeah. Nothing big and impractical, but... No, you can see her body and everything. Just, like, the epitome of, like, 60s sci-fi outfits and scenery and everything. It's It's pretty awesome. super cool. It's wonderful. (sighs) We loved it. In a so-bad-it's-good kind of way. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Do you want to do anything else about the film? Recommendation, review, rating, whatever we want to call it? Yep. 
Um, oh, well, the Bechdel test and stuff. Yeah. Um, failed. If, miserably. If, yeah. She's, so like, she the only woman. She does talk to that one other woman. There's two women. Yeah, it, it's... They talk to each other about men. Yeah, it failed. Bad. Then Even the, if it technically passed, I wouldn't want to give no, it No, it pass. does not. It does not pass the Bechdel test. It does not. And, um, I mentioned this last week when we were talking about female crew tally in movies I'd watch. Uh, Barbara Hill only got one out of 13. Yeah. Not surprising, but not good. Not surprising for the time at all. But again, and we the, don't forgive that. And the it was subject old. matter, not surprising yeah. that it's all by men. So what do you recommend? Uh, I recommend that you watch this film if you have a passion for sci-fi or enjoy old films, or especially like old sci-fi campy films. Mm-hmm. And if you can appreciate like special effects and like the history of special effects and practical effects and how awesome the effects are that the creators did this with so little technology Mm -hmm. like it's that good and the sets are beautiful so it's it's a very visually gratifying film and if you really just want to have a laugh watch it with some friends and it's a good time have a few drinks yeah like it's a what we did yeah (laughs) yeah it was it yeah it was fun Super fun. Same thing for me. If you like those kind of sci-fi B-movies, camp, you know, and you can kind of appreciate, yeah, appreciate it for the time that it was in and have a laugh and, um, I don't know, hopefully be somewhat critical like we are about how sex is portrayed, you know? Yeah. For that time, it's an interesting thing to see. It's always interesting to watch really old movies and be like, this is how women were portrayed or people were portrayed. Yeah. This is a pretty, like, uh, exaggerated view of it, so. It's, like, literally women just there for sex. Yep. I mean, she's pretty badass. She was, like, sent on a mission to do this. Yeah, she's considered, like, the best agent Mm -hmm. in the... But, you know. She literally, like, fucks her way to the top. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, dear. So we're going to talk about bad movies that are so good. Why we love bad movies, what are bad movies. That's a big question. That's, what, the, that's really... What the, is, I, we both wrote that down as a question. What is bad yeah. when it comes to movies or art in general? I say there is no bad. It's Bad all, is what you don't like. Art is completely <laughs> subjective. Yes. So it's all about what you like for whatever reason you like it. Yeah. I would agree with that. And that's what makes it... Like, I think some movies are bad that probably most of the world likes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a bad movie. It's bad because I think it's bad. I don't like it. Yeah, it's really about whether you like it or not. I just... That's why I don't like awards and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, well, some things you can say technically these things are... Well, and they try and do that. They try and make it, like, an objective thing, and it's not. It can never be. No. But, like, there's kind of, like, the all-seeing they. (laughs) They who denote whether a film is good or bad. Like, they who... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who is they? They is just a bunch of people that either like it or don't like it. They're no different from you and me. Exactly. Well, so, it's old white men. That's true. <laughs> that's They're slightly different from you they and me. It's always rich old white men. <laughs> um, so, you know, bad or good, or so bad it's good, It's that's what you think of it. That's why, like, yeah. I like reading. I usually read reviews to get just a... Usually it's to give me a more general sense of the film, but I never use a review to tell me whether or not I'm going to see a movie. If mm-hmm. I, I'm going to either see it or not see it based on whether I want to. Yeah, I watch a trailer and I know right away like whether I want to see it or not. Yeah. And I don't need to hear 
like people saying it's bad or something. I'm like, I'm still interested in it. Yeah. Like, um, Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. I keep hearing that it's so bad, but at the same time, people are saying, this is so bad, please go see it. I have seen it. Is it amazing? It's so bad, it's good. I, I want to see it. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's bad. And, like, there's actual plot and character construction issues I have with it, but it's good. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah. I, I say would, go see it. Why I not? I see it as soon as I just, like, heard or saw anything about it. And um, then, like, everyone started talking about it, and I was like, oh, it's bad? And then I was like, no, I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. It. Still go see it. I won't, Yeah. But that's me. I'm very, like, visual. I'll see a movie that's just... I just like the visual yeah. feeling, the kind of vibe um, that's, that's going that's, on. There's a lot of gorgeous visuals in it. Exactly. So. I'm just, I don't fucking see it. I don't care if it <laughs> makes no sense. Can I please just see it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, bad movies are all, like, subjective, and there are reasons that you could like or dislike a movie for me. It's very visual for me. I can like a movie just because it looks pretty. Yeah. I can, like, I can appreciate the visual. I I don't know if it's because, like, I've done acting my whole life mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Like, I have big issues with character. I mean, some movies just don't need the same amount of character development. It depends mm-hmm. on, like, what a movie's trying to be. And a lot of, like, campy B-movies use, like, archetypes and, like, really just, like, this mm-hmm. is the character. And sometimes I can just appreciate that and go with it and be like, this is hilarious. But for yeah. a lot of my films, like, I'm big on character to, and believability of characters. Yeah. Um, and so, a lot of time, that that's what decides for me, good or bad. Yeah, one of the things that's characters, like, no motivation and incomplete characters mm-hmm. who don't know really what's going on, that can make it feel bad. Um, or the story, there's plot holes, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. They... If you lose your audience with stuff like that, then, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and then there's the technical stuff, cinematography, Which, lighting, production value. That's more of the kind of technical stuff you can yeah. kind of quantify. Yeah, say, I was going to say, like, that's the bad. easiest to quantify and, like, really tell, like, this is good or bad. Because there's there's things you should and should not do technically. Yeah. And you can tell. <laughs> yeah. You don't notice when things go right in movies, but when things go wrong. You can see bad production design. <laughs> it's like, that looks weird, or that thing was in the shot, or the sound's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's def- that would be something that you can kind of definitively say that's bad agreed or this part of it is bad or uh i don't know lower power (laughs) whatever um but yeah generally just if you like it it's good agreed um some bad movies are the movies that we actually like loved as kids like two examples i can think of from the 90s space jam loved it loved it it's like retarded but <laughs> sorry, no offense bad word um uh spice world love love spice spice world. Spice i mean world. we're perfect age we were 90s spice oh my God. girls total i still that scene I, where posh takes the bus over the bridge over the bridge yes yeah, amazing jumps it. amazing I know. it's wonderful i still watch i have it on dvd i have it somewhere um <laughs> i totally definitely legally purchased it uh, uh, yeah, my computer. Um, I actually did legally purchase. Well, good it. for you, <laughs> money bags. <laughs> um, right, so those kind of movies. Looking at them now, technically they're not, not good, good movies, but we, we love them. we love them because we loved them when we were kids. Yeah, nostalgia. That's another example, like kids' movies aren't always technically the best, but kids love them, and then we continue to my love them. Favorite movie was My Little Pony with the purple <laughs> ooze with the eyeballs in it. That sounds amazing. It was. 
I don't remember if I saw that one. I have seen some My Little Pony ones, <laughs> the old ones. Um, so I was talking about, like, awards and stuff and how I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I, and generally, I can't remember, like, the last, like, Oscar movie that I watched or anything because they're usually just my, not my type of yeah. movies. They're period pieces. They're very political. So many men everywhere. And just, I mean, I'm sure if I watched them, I would see, like, that was a good movie. Maybe I could get into it, but it's probably not going to be something I'm going to rewatch and love. Because I can just tell from a trailer or first impression what I'm going to like. Whenever I've watched a movie that someone has been like, oh no, like, recommended to me that I didn't initially want to see, I didn't like it. My my first impression is always right, so I don't care if you won a fucking Oscar for whatever. You know, if I'm not into Mm -hmm. it, I'm not into it. And it's interesting, like, I I, a lot of the time do watch some of the Oscar movies, but Mm -hmm. I really like political films and I like period pieces and that sort of thing. I don't watch it because it's nominated for an Oscar. I watch it because it looks like it's a good movie. Well then, watch a movie (laughs) and you think you It's like the same thing in terms of like, I could care less if it wins the Oscar or not. Then awesome. Yeah. Too much uh, credit is given to the Oscars are just rich Rich old white men. Old white men congratulating themselves. We get it. Congratulations to you. Oh yeah. We have no money, so. <laughs> um, so some of the things that I think are like, what makes a film good or bad? We kind of discussed a little bit. It's Character really, yeah, and it's your own opinion. And um, bad films that were like initially bad, didn't make any money at the box office, critically bad, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. can become good because they find like these cult followings, and people discover the movie after it's already come and gone. And that slowly builds, and then they have this huge, massive following, and everyone loves it. And then it's considered mm-hmm. one of those good, bad movies, right? Yeah. So, it's all about, like, perspective. Or, yeah. Like, it's it not... may not be appreciated in its time, but then it gets discovered later. And and those are you know. fun. They're fun to find when you find these old movies, and you're like, why was yeah. this not the most amazing thing at the time? <laughs> um, yeah. I would say, like, Good films can also become bad over time, especially, like, technology as it ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I, it's a problem that they have in movies because technology, as soon as you put a piece of technology in your film, you're dating your film. Yeah. You can't avoid it. And the problem is that technology is so, like, important in day-to-day life that if you're doing any movie with any reality in it, you almost have to have technology in it, and now it automatically dates your film. Yeah, well, especially so, more now because everyone has a phone in their hand. Exactly. Older everyone has a laptop, 90s, everyone has a phone. even 80s movies and not notice a huge difference with yeah. the technology and stuff. Well, like, what they're I didn't have their... a cell phone until the university. No, but, like, because there just is a lack of technology. Exactly. It doesn't seem weird that these people are, it's like, going to high school and not texting because we're just watching a movie with actual people yeah. interacting. Um, or, like, oh, my God, they're using a landline. That doesn't seem ridiculous. No. Unless it's a focus of the movie, like some kind of... Mm-hmm. Anytime they show computer screen. Yeah, movie, then like, the, like, black-green computer screen. Or just, like, the fake, um, like, instant messenger or fake <laughs> MySpace or something. I know, it's so... Ugh. So bad. So bad. <laughs> um, and, uh, like, how... What makes a good, bad film? Like, does it have to be a certain amount of bad? (laughs) Does it have to have certain bad characteristics? I would say you can recognize that it is not up to par, technically, whatever. Mm. Um, 
But you like it, so you say it's good. Yeah. I feel like it I has like to it, have, but like... I know everyone says it's bad, so it's a good bad. I feel like it almost has to, like, succeed in, like, one of its areas. Like, it could have really good characters, but no plot and bad technologies. So you're like, oh, Yeah, it's, or good, it's hilarious, or, like... but there's but nothing happening. Exactly. Like, I feel like if it has something going for it, it can kind of... Yeah, well, my examples Maybe. of kind of good, bad yeah, movies, um, mostly the thing that redeems them is the visuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Marie Antoinette because it's just so goddamn beautiful and pretty yeah. and parties and fun. I sometimes don't watch to the end because the end gets kind of boring. <laughs> um, another movie I really like, and I know it's probably like seen as a bad movie, is S. Darko, which is a sequel to Donnie Darko. So right away people are going to be like, fuck that, Donnie Darko, don't even touch that. Yeah, because you know? you, it's, it's, it's already its own cult classic. Yeah, like it's hard to even go anywhere near it. <laughs> yeah, I think this... I don't know. I thought this movie was really cool. It's um, it's a sequel. It's a continuation of the story. The same actress who played his little sister is like a teenager now. It's set in like, like seven years later, um, and she's on a road trip with her friend. They're in Utah, and it's just so goddamn beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like just like the first kind of sequence or like first scene of them like driving through the desert, and it's I love it, and like what they wear, and just hanging out in this small town in Utah, and. I just fucking love it. And, um, <laughs> and I think it's... what's important. Yeah, and I think it does okay with, like, the time travel thing. It doesn't compare to Donnie Darko. But no. it's, um... I don't know, I thought it was cool. I like time travel and kind of so- cool stuff like that, so... Visually and just kind of... It gets really creepy, too, sometimes, which I'm into. And it was, like, a straight-to-DVD kind of mm. movie, which automatically gives it, like, people are gonna think, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I it think was I, a big thing in the... 90s and 80s. Straight to DVD Straight to film. I think I uh, put a picture on Facebook or something when I got this DVD in the mail because I ordered it. Um, And my friend commented, like, that's probably going to suck. I was like, I've already seen it and I love it. That's why I ordered it. (laughs) And I know that that's the impression it gets. Hey, bitch. (laughs) Back up. Like, I know... I'm okay with liking movies that no one else likes. Yeah. I don't have to share it with you. I can just watch it and love it. Take what I... Get what I want out of it. And I don't need you to... It's, any art is so personal. So yeah. I don't know why people are so obsessed with their music and their movies being liked by other people. Yeah, it's, just, it's so... It's just what you get out of it. And someone Your friends else aren't going to hate you because you don't like the same movies or music. Yeah, someone's going to watch the same movie or music, whatever, and get something, something different. different out of it. Yeah. So just every kind of art or movie is very, like, personal experience. Mm-hmm. Are there so, examples? No. Bitch slap! <laughs> okay, you showed me, Tish just showed me the trailer for this not long ago, and I'm really, really excited to watch it. We should watch it together sometime. We should. It's like, uh, it's a making fun of those old kind of B movies that, um, so it's like a self-aware bad movie. It knows it's being totally, like, cheesy and weird. And it's just, like, these three girls in the desert, and uh, shit's going down, and there's blatant shots of, like, boobs and oh, stuff. it's... At oh. some point, they pour water all over each other and, like, fight. It's just so obvious <laughs> that I, it just... I love it. Because it's... A, it's... It doesn't take itself seriously. It's super fun. Well, and that's... I love films that don't take themselves seriously. I like films mm-hmm. that, like understand what they are and can play on that. Oh, yeah. It's so much it, fun. It makes and them like, more enjoyable. Yeah, I just think, yeah, it's a super fun movie. Um, yeah, and I just love it. 
Um, I also mentioned horror movies. Yeah, you don't watch a lot of horror. I don't. The ones that I've had, I'm just like, this is not a good... I Be scary, fine, but you still have to have, like, a plot and yeah. characters that I believe, and it was just, like, just throw know. a bunch of stuff. I like horror more than you, but it's still not something I watch a ton of. And the ones that I watch are kind of, like, the classics. Like, my dad mm. and I watch The Exorcist every Halloween <laughs> together, which is, I guess, a weird family I feel like tradition. Those, those are probably better the older yeah, ones and like i love the shiny miss kubrick so it's kind of like <laughs> yeah but i feel like old horror movies they didn't have to do as much to be horror yeah. movies well, these days like paranormal activity and stuff like that i feel like they're just throwing as much horrifying stuff in one movie as they possibly can yeah well and we've also come across like the like gross horror like the like the with like gratuitous violence and like shit like that where it's just like being chopped into pieces and like gross stuff like the saw movies are all just really mm-hmm. gross and like hostage which is like, like that. as time has gone on we've desen- desensitized to violence and all that stuff so you can throw that in there yeah i'm just trying to like shock and disgust people. yeah it's more about shocking the audience than yeah i'm not into that i want like a story and on that characters either. and stuff that i like the conjuring was pretty good it's a new wish I'm just one of those people who doesn't like being scared or roller coasters or any of that kind of yeah adrenaline whatever. Like, I don't know if people get out of it, but I don't get it. So I won't fair. be watching horror movies. Yeah. So those are bad movies that are good, bad, good. Who knows? It's all up to you. That's what we're saying. Yeah. If you think it's good, it's good. Yeah. And don't be concerned if other people like your movies that you like or anything you like. Yeah. We don't agree on all movies. I know no. it sounds like we do, because <laughs> that's all the ones that we've done, but we don't, so, you know. No. Or even the ones we agree on, we're, you know, different. seeing them from different Yeah, we get different things out of them. Yeah. Yeah. The point is, watch Barbarella. <laughs> the point is, watch Barbarella, because it's great. So bad, it's good. It is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, super fun. So go watch some bad movies, maybe. And tell us about them. Yeah. You can email us at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com. She got it. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you guys. Tell us your favorite bad, good movies. Ask us questions. Tell us what you want us to watch and talk about. Yes. Just let us know you're out there. Let us know you're listening. <laughs> um, as always, uh, there's a link in the description to a blog post that goes along with this podcast yep. where Tish, I... Tish takes care of all the blog. Yeah. Stuff um, on her blog. It's <laughs> right about uh, some other stuff about the podcast or making it or whatever. And there will be links to anything we discuss or reference if you ever want more information about what we talk about. Yep. Check that link out. Stalk me on social media, Tish Chambers. That link is to my website, so you can stalk me from there. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. I'm not stalkable, so... Leave Julian all alone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye for now. Bye! bye.